now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Welcome back um, to the first annual Seventh Rounders Awards show. Um, we've decided to em- implement this the third week in December instead of the fourth because we'll have important bowl games to preview next week. Um, so award show this week. Um, before we get there, I think just update on where we're at with life, with whatever. We're in the thick of bowl season. We got college basketball going. We got NHL. We got NBA. Uh, we got everything. Boys are busy. Boys are traveling. Connor, I know I'm home with the rents right now. I'm home with the rents. John's still in Charlotte, assuming he will be going back to Charleston any day now. Uh, how's everyone doing? How are the vibes? Oh, you know, we're just making it. We're. Uh, I can't believe we're in late December. How are we here? How do they do that to us? Yeah, and then before you know it, we're going to be watching Thursday day baseball games in June tomorrow. So don't get oh, ahead. Yeah. That's my job to to look forward. We're we're not looking forward. We're staying in the moment. No, I'm not even looking forward. I'm just saying that's how it goes every year. You know, you're yeah. one minute you're in December, the next minute you're in the fantasy baseball playoffs, and then this is like the NFL draft. Oh yeah, it's yeah. just the older you get, the slower the individual days seem to go but the faster time the hole goes and it's, it's really got me all thrown off, but yeah. Um, so start, I wanted to ask real quick, dolphins bills, any thoughts on that game? Snow everywhere. Snowballs flying. Great game. No idea to this day. If Josh Allen got that two point conversion or not, how are the vibes in Miami? What are the vibes amongst Miami dolphins fans? I, I I think Miami proved a lot, honestly. I don't my dad was beside himself. Worst person to watch a Dolphins game with ever. We'll not do that ever again. Uh literally Christmas Day, they play the Packers. I'm going to someone else's house to watch the game. I'm not watching it with my dad. Um but listen, Miami competed on the road. Um and the team with a better quarterback made made more plays at the end. Nothing against Tua. I mean, I think it's simple. Josh Josh Allen's better than Tua. And Tua played fine. Um, if anything, a little on Coach Mike there. I just think there were a lot of third and shorts where that was the best Miami has run the ball since 2016 with Jay Ajayi. So um, I I don't I, I didn't understand some of those third and shorts where they were throwing outs to Tyree Kill that were almost pick sixes when why they wouldn't run the ball. Um, so that's my only gripe. But listen, Miami competed and it it didn't go their way. You have two you split with Buffalo this year and you competed in both games. So I I'm not overly down after this result, but you got to win two of the last three to make the playoffs. Simple as that. Yeah, I mean, uh I thought they played really well. It was a really good game. We competed. I a lot of Bills fans have said they uh I mean, it's a respectable matchup. We could definitely see them again in the playoffs. We got to win. We got to win out. Got to beat the Packers, got to beat the Jets, got to beat the Pats. I'm looking right now. The Dolphins are still sitting at minus three ten to make the playoffs. So that's a pretty good. good. They, they win two of three and they're in. Well, you really control destiny playing the Packers or uh, excuse me, playing the Patriots and the Jets. So that's good. Yeah, I was honestly I was impressed. I thought they were going to get blown out. That's a game the Dolphins usually just don't show up for in Buffalo in the snow, but. 
Coach Mike's got the boys buzzing. Other than that, NFL playoff picture pretty much shaping out. Jalen Hurts a little banged up, which has made concern for fantasy football semifinals. But that's besides the point. We're here for the awards. Well, Connor, I have a question for you. Go ahead. ahead of yourself. Uh, I want to turn it back to you. Desmond Ritter's first start this past Sunday. Yes. The stats weren't good, but uh, did you take any benefits out of, or positives out of that? Uh, where are we at? Um, you know, honestly, not much of a difference, in my opinion, between him and Mariota. And that's more of a dig at Mariota than anything. Uh, Tyler Algier, career high, 139 rushing yards, pretty much masked a lot of the uh, – issues with Ritter the thing I was pleased about took a lot more shots down the field than Mariota did so I think that could be helpful in the long run targeted Drake London a lot which I I liked but I'm holding off on judgment for him for I'll give him the rest of the season game one divisional game against a pretty solid defense in New Orleans so I wasn't pleased but wasn't he wasn't so bad where I just will throw it out right away Okay. We'll be patient. Um, last thing before we get into awards, a little college football talk. Um, obviously, today was National Signing Day. Don't need to hit on that. But I think a big topic of conversation, we hit on it last week, going back to NIL. And that leads into, you know, signing day. Been talking with a lot of people about it. A lot of good discussions. Did we have any follow-ups based on our conversation last week that we wanted to hit on in regards to NIL recruiting, all of that? Just that Dabo has the greatest NIL deal in the world because it's God's NIL deal. So if you're going to play with for Dabo, you got Jesus Christ lining up next to you. That's a team that can't lose over there. We we built this program on NIL. We really did. And and I it's probably different than what you're thinking, though. We we built this program uh in god's name image and likeness listen listen shout out to shane beamer he is he has got the ship moving in the right direction in columbia really big signing day uh top 20 class i believe or 18th you know right up there with the michigans of the world um and he's getting his guys in the room i'm excited uh one one other follow-up i think that nil is going to accelerate the quickness of coaches getting fired or i guess reduce the amount of years coaches get at programs i mean you already see like you have places like a&m and miami willing to shell out literally infinite money and they still can't get guys i mean i think it's just going to be a revolving door for these coaches and i think teams are going to start looking to hire head coaches that are more recruiters than actual like tacticians and that developers yes and that's the worst thing for the sport i mean i i just like i i think there needs to be some educational i don't know if it's a program or what for some of these high level you know football players that are being recruited because i just listen i understand everyone comes from different situations some kids are in 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 positions where they want to make money for their families right away some players are just looking to get developed don't care as much about the money there needs to be some middle ground some educational you know or or teaching opportunities to like like the a m for example they shell out how much money last year and half those kids are back in the portal because jimbo's a shitty ass coach like 
Yeah, and I think you do see that with individual teams. Um, and I do think there will be some sort of national program here. I guess it's worth noting also that that scumbag Mark Emmert's finally gone. We're bringing in Charlie yeah. Baker, former right. governor of Massachusetts, to run it. Yeah. Wild hiring. I have no idea how he's connected with the NCAA at all, but I think we're just early and it's sloppy right now. And I think everybody knows that. And I'm hopeful that we get some guidelines or some regulations or something here in the in the coming years. But right now it's an absolute shit show. I mean, you saw it today. I think Oregon flipped like four recruits from Notre Dame. No doubt they were shoveling out money to those guys. Um, yeah. You see Matt Rule tweeted something alluding to Miami and Oregon, I believe, and money. Yeah, no, I I have literally no doubts that all these five stars decommitting were getting shelled out money. I mean, you saw Pitt's head coach come out and say Drake May was offered like five mil. Yeah. Um, which – I couldn't tell if Chad was serious about the 15 mil. I think he kind of was, but like, yeah, I, I a guy like that could could get that much money. And then there's the um, who, who played the other the UTSA Troy game. The UTSA coach literally tweeted out like pleading for help because teams are coming and poaching their players. I like I sympathize with the UTSA coach. I sympathize with you know UNC who teams are coming and trying to poach Drake May. But I have a simple resolution. Fucking call them out. Drop names. UTSA coach knows what what programs are coming and trying to get his players. Call them out. Hey, Georgia and Bama came, offered, you know, so and so amount of money for, you know, my my safety and cornerback. I don't even know if it's gonna matter. I think we're just on a fast track to like three major conferences and then everybody else. That's, Which you're we'll probably, see how it goes. Yeah. But um, yeah. <sighs> but as we get into awards here, Chad did, he put in a, a stipulation that we all needed to have a beverage of some sort. I went with a nice Chardonnay tonight. I'm sure Chad has some sort of kombucha drink going on, but it, please, please explain to us. So I actually, I stocked up my parent, my dad's having like a work holiday party here. So I'm locked in the back right now. So I have a little vodka soda, kombucha, have freshly squeezed lime in here so this back to the basics i also brought with me a blue light just in case i run through this while recording so i'm well stocked i'm ready to go Dude, quick story on blue light i was at a bills bar for the bills dolphins game and i'm talking new york city kids i've never seen blue lights before like you get a blue light in somebody's hand they just fall in love that beer is magical it's very true it's true in the south especially like in charlotte people love it i have water tonight um Sorry, and that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah, we're a water boy tonight. The water boy, actually. Are Bobby. you banged up right now, John? Yeah. No, I uh, I got some uh, some injections in the in my back today for some back spasms, dude. I am I'm on the water, for sure. Hey, if you've been, been, uh, been along our show, I'm feeling if old. If you've been following along our show for a few years, you know John's back problems have progressively gotten worse. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're happy to hear you're starting to get some treatment there. I think I, yeah. I did something to my shoulder, so like I, I feel that too. Dude, I'm hurting, man. It's been a rough go for sure. Super tired. But hey, we're battling here. We got the awards. We come ready to play. Yeah, so, our, our first award. Connor, with the awards, so we're all three of us are going to get finalists, and then are we going to put out polls and let people vote on the three finalists? Yeah, we'll we'll have a poll. We'll have polls simultaneously running on our IG story and Twitter, and then I'll tally up 
the votes and we'll have a finalist. Um, we won't do it for, for every single category. Cause like there's some categories like best bet, worst bet that are just, those are, those are personal yeah. preferences, but for some of the other ones, we, we definitely will. We're going to kick it off here. I, I also should say the stipulation around our nominees, really none outside of, we couldn't pick our favorite teams or our favorite players. Um, and and we'll, we'll we'll get into some of the the individual nuances with the awards, but we're gonna kick it off with favorite team. And my my nominee for favorite team of 2022 is the Cincinnati Bengals, specifically last year's Cincinnati Bengals. But we'll do it as the whole year, whatever. The Cincinnati Bengals, led by Joey, Brr, love them. Uh, wow. I want to honorable mention Kansas State Wildcats, the Big 12 champs, but I ultimately decided on the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. I'll take the next one because it's a good segue with the Big 12 champs comment. Uh, TCU was my favorite team of the year. I already um, knew you were picking TCU. I, the Horny Frogs, that. dude. Um, they were fantastic. We love them. Max Duggan, Sonny Dykes, and the crew pulling for them in the playoff. Chad's in the wild card. No idea. He could go with like a NASCAR driver here. No, no clue. I am going to go with this is a team, folks. I told you before the playoffs that they're winning it all. Golden State Warriors. Um, they bounced back big time. It wasn't even remotely close. Uh, Warriors were the team of the year. Not a sweat in the world. Um, a lot of different ways to go, but you know, you go back through time, you think about the full year the body of work staff you know clay comes back uh, they were just too good and they'll probably be too good this year when it's all said and done so the golden state warriors are my team of the year that was absolute wild card from you but respect uh we move next to favorite player uh i am nominating shy gilgis alexander i've just had a great time watching him over the past year guys progressively gotten better Smooth Whoa. game. Is is an Oklahoma City your team? No, because I don't have an NBA team. I, okay. I I thought about it, but I don't. He uh he's quickly moving up into my favorite player of the whole league. So next year he'll probably be disqualified. But his swag unmatched. He was GQ male athlete of the year, which was just you know good to him. And I just enjoyed watching him play. That's quite a designation. I didn't know that. Um, good for him. My player of the year, Julio Rodriguez, American League MVP, wow, uh, excuse me, American one. League Rookie of the Year, uh, and my keeper for fantasy baseball. Just love the guy, electrifying. Good to see it out there in Seattle. He's a good player. He makes me forget that I'm a Pirates fan. Yeah, speaking of the Pirates, I sent John a thing today that the Mets <laughs> spent more money on Carlos Correa last night than what was it? The Pirates have the last two off seasons, all like, last year, like or something five, like. To five or something like it's crazy sad sad reality my favorite player is joe gerard i'm completely kidding i'm kidding oh, thank I'm kidding. god dude uh favorite player um similar to john's or john's connor's last one joe burrow um tears his acl his rookie year comes back this past year leads the Bengals to the super bowl um, he has the Bengals as the number three seed in the AFC this year, a legit Super Bowl contender again. The coolest guy, listen, I've 
I said hi to him once, never really talked to him, but just you can tell oozes every perfectness. Let's, let's hear the backstory. Was this while he was at Ohio State? Uh, no, this was his after his first year at LSU, my senior bar crawl. He was at a bar that I was going into during senior bar Didn't crawl. Did you run into Greg Oden that year too? Uh, yes, <laughs> at a bar right before. Oh, oh, yeah. Greg was not happy with me. I was trying to get a picture. <laughs> I didn't – Joe Burrow just was shitty his first year at LSU, so I didn't like – I snapped the picture and basically made fun of him. He wasn't of. shitty. He was – they were average. They were just yeah, they, they were average. Yeah. But regardless, getting back on track, Joe Burrow is just the coolest guy in the whole world. Um, was in the Super Bowl last year, his second year. Could be back this year. Uh, he is my favorite player of 2022. He is easily on the – top three for me of athletes that you could switch lives with. He's maybe number one, no brainer. Like that guy's just, he's cool. There's nothing else to say about it. He doesn't cause any problems, just balls out. These next two are a little more personal. They're a lot more fun. We're going to start with best bet and then we'll get into worst bet. There's a lot of worst bets on this podcast, but we'll start with best bet. So I, <laughs> I wanted to do, I'm going to say this bet, but I'm not going to use it because it hasn't cashed yet and I could be jinxing the fuck out of it. But on March 14th, I bet the Jags to win the AFC South. Ryan Tannehill now likely out for the year. Jags control their own destiny. So that's an honorable mention for me. But I'm worried that if I make it my official nominee, that's going to be an L. So we won't do that. My actual best bet, I was on Bama to beat georgia in the sec championship last year so that was my best bet of the season of the year Wasn't bama that 20, beat, bama though? Beat, no bama beat georgia in the sc championship last year like 41 oh no 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 wait was that oh no that wasn't this year all right so we're gonna go with the jags you're right because it was okay. the 2021 22 season but it happened in 2021 so we'll go jags to win the afc south Connor just jinxed that Jags bet. Uh, yeah, big time. You're making a bet that hasn't even hit yet is your best bet. That's cocky. That's confident. That's I crazy. Like that. That's some Joe um, Burrow swagger. You know, I understand the stipulation, but I don't really care. Like, this is my best bet. Was the Gamecocks live plus 100 <laughs> at halftime against Clemson? Like, that's my best bet maybe ever. So, good play. Okay. Great game. Uh, I, I have, have a couple Gamecocks. <laughs> on on my list here so we'll see so an honorable mention was uh the utah to win the pac-12 again this year not my pick but i just want to throw that one out there utah was my pick had a bet on that but my my best bet of the year week zero nebraska or nebraska northwestern plus 12 against nebraska in ireland I've never been so excited winning a bet. I feel like everyone was against me. I also sprinkled a money line. Northwestern just beat the brakes off of Nebraska. I will never forget that game because Northwestern didn't win a game after that. Um, I have a a segue into worst bet. I want to mention quickly, though, I thought Chad's best bet was going to be when he accidentally threw $400 on Penn State week. What was that, week one? No, I guess no that was a week, week one. It was week one. <laughs> okay, no John, go ahead. My worst bet was Nebraska in Ireland. <laughs> that was actually what I wrote down in my paper was Nebraska over uh, Northwestern Ireland on the spread. Terrible. Terrible. 
Yeah, so on on the one hand, I have this Jags ticket that's very alive. My worst bet of the year, betting Michael Thomas to lead the league in receptions this year. Uh, Yeah, he's played about two games, and I'm looking right now. He has recorded this season. 14 or 15 catches. (laughs) Um, yeah, he doesn't even, oh, here we go. Stats. Yeah, he is record. He's recorded 16 total receptions this season. So, um, that is safely my worst bet. He has not played since week three. Um, yeah, that guy, is his career over? I don't, it could be. Um, so my worst bet. I want to – this isn't my actual nominee, but I did take Northwestern over four wins this year. Um, They beat Nebraska week one. They finished one and 11, so that's horrific. But my actual nominee is Thanksgiving. I took Kirk Cousins over two and a half rushing yards. He finished at negative two. I mean, the worst thing I've ever done. Uh, And, my listen, we get together with, you know, the Hasslingers. And You're telling everyone dad, about it, weren't you? My dad firing bets. My dad wanted money on Kirk Cousins. Put 50 bucks on Kirk Cousins over two and a half rushing yards. Uh, he didn't speak to me for like three days after that. Uh, that was that was my worst bet of 2020. I will say it's there's nothing worse than losing a bet, but when you're telling people, when you're telling other people it's a lock. And it misses like, and it's not even close. There's one thing if like you all lose on like a bad beat, but when I've done that too, where I've given out a bet and I'm talking like blowouts the other way, you feel like yeah. an absolute idiot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. That Mr. Messier is like getting, getting down on out. I, almost, I almost like getting blown out more than I like a close loss. Cause that's just so much more painful. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. We, we move next to, bad beat of the year um i have two here uh one of them actually just happened to me this weekend losing patriots plus two and a half on uh, the ref making up a touchdown and then jacoby myers just throwing that ball away for a touchdown was horrendous flips it back stanford band nowhere in sight oh it's picked off oh oh no unbelievable oh wow incredible Chandler Jones takes it in and wins the game for the Raiders. But if that didn't happen, I had a Super Bowl parlay that would have won $7,000. All I needed was the Bengals to win the Super Bowl at the end of the game. I needed Cooper Cup to go over 150 or over 100 yards. I needed Stafford to go over 250 passing yards and Burrow to go over 250 passing yards. And it all happened on the last series. And then the Bengals decide to hand it off to Samaj P. Ryan, and it all just fell apart. So, yeah. That one hurt just because of how much I could have won. But the actual worst, I could not believe the Pats lost in the fashion that they lost this past weekend. That was just disgusting. Right. John? I had two. Okay. Both were college basketball. One was this past season, one was this season. And I had to find search deep in the depths of the of the chats to find these. UAB, the UAB Blazers, they were minus seven against Middle Tennessee State back on March 11th. Um, I believe in the Conference USA tournament. Game went to triple overtime. UAB was up, I believe, nine or so late. 
They get a double technical foul. So Middle Tennessee gets four free throws in the ball. They get like six points. That was an absurd game. UAB only wins by four. That was horrible. And then recently on Feast Week, I believe Kansas uh, against NC State was a bad beat. Uh, Kansas was covering with about three seconds left. Randomly, the guy heaves the ball down the court, like for no reason at all, like to run the clock out. Like I think he was like trying to throw it high, but he threw it long. Um, NC State guy catches it, dribbles down, hits a, a shot between the three-point line and half court. Three-pointer, garbage time, didn't matter at the buzzer. Um, those were two bad ones. Isn't it amazing how many details you remember from these bad beats? Like I could, I could tell you like every play that happened on some of these. Yeah, it's it's bad. That UAB game was out of control though. Last I last did have season. the help of some text though. The searching the Apple text is so yeah. uh, like crazy. Um, my bad beat of the year, uh, it, it, twofold. I'll just, I mean, the Northwestern over four wins was horrific. But I I was so confident in the U to win the ACC this year, and they were just terrible. I mean, I've never been so confident in a conference pick. I had their over win total this year. I had them to win the ACC. I mean, just awful. Still love Mario Cristobal, but that was just a terrible beat by me. Yeah, I think we were all we all picked Miami to go to the finals. I think or close to it. Maybe not John, but at least me and you. Yeah. Okay, we move next to favorite moment. This is a vague category. Could be anything. My favorite moment of the year was Tom Brady retiring. It didn't last long, but that was my favorite moment. I like that. I didn't think that's creative. I like the creativity there. Um. Again, I wrote this necessarily without knowing. I mean, the Gamecocks, like, like the Tennessee and and Clemson back to back wins, like. Come on. That's my favorite moment because I was smiling from ear to ear for like 48, 72 hours after the Clemson game. The culmination of all that, um, really exciting times. And it was, it was extra special because you came on here and you, you, you were ready to give up on the program a couple weeks. I know. You were ready. That Missouri loss really hurt you. I, I know that. It. Really couldn't believe it. Um, I'm going to go – Thursday, December 1st, um, Utah football account tweets out this video one day before Utah USC. And it was like this electric, wasn't even a hype video. It was just like you had um, whatever, Bad Moon Rising playing in the background as they're just driving off to Vegas for the Pac-12 title game. And I was like, Utah by a fucking billion. And they kicked the shit out of USC. That was my favorite moment of the year. I was smiling all weekend. Didn't say nothing. Just smiling. Just smirking. Um, that was my favorite moment of the year. Utah beating USC. Chad Chad might like the hype videos of games oh, more than the games it. itself. He loves the so. hype, man. And you he's know a, what? He's, I don't he's, he's Ohio State's video team is actually like A1. So they, they put out some incredible stuff. He's a hype okay. man. We moved to best play. There was a few that I considered here, but I ultimately settled on Justin Jefferson's catch, fourth and 18 versus the Bills. Just incredible play. Back to throw on fourth and 18. He's given time. He wants Jefferson. Climbs the ladder. Oh, my goodness. 
Jeffers. Justin Jefferson put it in. The catch of his life keeps the Vikings' hopes alive. I do have a backup here if Chad's going the same route. I do have a backup. Let John go. I'm gonna. I'm trying to think of a backup. This is I best play. Best yeah. plus. And I Chad, said Jefferson. You what, Chad, you know what? You're going to love this. This is completely different. You want to see what I wrote for best play? It's four letters, and it's all capital. It just says Tage. Tage Thompson is the best play. Tage Thompson. Just go on YouTube and type in Tage Thompson 2022 highlights. He is fucking incredible. That's all I'll say. I need, we need it to be known that this is now a Buffalo Sabres podcast. We have been riding with the boys a Paige couple times Thompson lately. And absolutely remarkable. Remarkable. There is a chance. There, There is a chance if the Sabres get into somehow even close to playoff contention, he could win the Hart Trophy. He is uh, – yeah, that would be awesome. But, yeah, he is just a – he's a, a highlight reel, so he's the best play for me. That's creative. I like that. Try to personalize it. Connor, did you have a bat? I'm thinking right now. I'm literally have stage fright trying to think of something else. I did have a backup. Go you ahead. guys can pick the same play. My my backup is which kind of goes in to my best performance that comes a little bit later. So I didn't want to use it, but I can use it. John Morant, game five versus the Minnesota Timberwolves, one of the greatest dunks I've ever seen in my life uh, of yeah. the playoffs last year. Incredible play. So that was my backup. I will gladly nominate that if you want to take Jefferson. Okay. I can't – I'm not on my toes right now. I can't – I'm blacking out. So There's a chance we sub in a nominee for Chad here if he thinks of something. Okay. If not, yeah. we'll, we'll have him. Okay. But – I mean, I guess that goes to show how great of a play Justin Jefferson's was. So, yeah. We next fun. move to to biggest upset. See, this is why I'm hosting the show because I get to get my my picks out first here. My biggest upset of the year: Saudi Arabia over Argentina in the World Cup. Incredible performance. Argentina ends up winning the World Cup. I think it's the only game Argentina's lost in international play over like the last two or three years or so, or like uh, contest. So, yeah, that I remember waking up that morning and I was on my way to the airport because it was right before Thanksgiving, and I was legitimately stunned that that happened. Yeah, that was crazy. And Argentina goes on to win it. Yeah, I right. Mean, it was just like, what the hell? Saudi Arabia, if you think about it, won the World Cup too. Good for them. They were actually better than the team that won the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh my my biggest upset's also from the World Cup. It's a play I took. Um and, and it was I was between two. J Japan over Germany was great early on. That was a meaningful game, obviously. Cameroon, Cameroon over Brazil, though, was my okay. biggest upset. Yeah. I think they were like plus plus six or seven or eight hundred, something like that. Um they go out and beat Brazil. It was a good spot, you know, if you're following along. Like Brazil didn't have much to play for. And Cameroon came out inspired. The boys did well. Yeah, I'll take this moment. I don't think we've recorded since the, the World Cup final. Shout out Messi for getting one. One of the most incredible tournaments I've ever watched start to finish. That was just incredible. Obviously, we yeah. wish the U.S. would have won, but an incredible tournament. Um, my biggest upset was St. Peter's over Kentucky in, uh, in March or April, that would have been. You can feel the madness! 
pulls off the upset. The Peacocks are giant killers. They won by six, I believe. Um, listen, it's just one of those things. Anytime you see a blue blood like that get knocked out in the first round, especially as a two seed, it's legendary. Um, that makes you think back to like Kentucky or Kentucky, like UVA losing as a one seed a few years ago. So, so give me St. Peter's over Kentucky for the upset of the year. I considered St. Peter's for that game and the Purdue game for both of them, but I ultimately yeah. went World Cup. So that's a great thing. All right. For comeback of the year, my initial pick was the Vikings over the Colts this weekend because it literally was the biggest comeback in NFL history, but I'm going to personalize this a little bit. Biggest comeback of the year for me is quarterback Spencer Rattler. That guy wow. down and out, down and out, and he comes back, what is it, six tutties versus Tennessee, beats him outright, beats Clemson outright, draft stock through the roof. Spencer Rattler wow. for comeback of the year. I love that, dude. We thank you out here in, in uh, Cockville. We really do. That's <laughs> that's incredible. Um my comeback again, and and I apologize, but this was where we were like, oh shit, we got we got something. Maybe uh, the Dolphins comeback over the Ravens early this year was just fantastic, um, just really fantastic. Boys were this, slinging it. Good. Two had a bunch this, of yards. The speed of that comeback was like the Vikings That's was like fire. a gradual build. The the Dolphins were, I swear to God, down seven within like three minutes. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it was incredible. I like that pick. I like that pick. Um, my comeback, well, this is – I didn't think about this being a favorite of mine, but, you know, Tiger Woods making his return to Augusta um, after nearly that. Uh, 2022. Yeah. Finishes, you know, wasn't really in contention, but did make the cut, hobbling around out there in beautiful Augusta, Georgia. Um, so Tiger Woods with my comeback of the year. That's not, I like that. I like that. Thinking outside the box a little yeah. bit. And not all comebacks have to end in an actual victory. I think that's an important message to our, uh, our listeners. You I know, was I'm just showing up is, is a comeback enough. I had another one that like, it was more of a general one and I wasn't like sure on the scores of these games, but like TCU had a lot of close games last month of the year. You know, they like, you know, they had the comeback win against who was it the last week of the regular season, the field goal. Baylor, uh, I think. Baylor, yeah, they had that, and I feel like they had a couple other games where they came from behind late. There was like, another John's favorite team, but honestly, fuck TCU. That team, there's that's a reason I'm not buying Christmas presents for some people this year is because of TCU, and that's the reason John might be buying a, a few <laughs> extra. Yeah, exactly. You know, one oh, man's God, loss, yeah, another man's gain, or whatever the uh, the expression is. Okay, yeah. we move we move next to to best performance um since i since i used john ja morant's dunk in game five i was gonna say him in game five because he also had a buzzer beater that game to win it but he was instead, that series i remember slamming memphis yeah that I was, was like i was a game, huge chad yeah game what? game game five he had he had that crazy dunk he had a buzzer beater he hit like three deep threes he was just going crazy but i'm yeah. actually gonna go to college football jalen hyatt versus alabama was absolutely incredible. Three touchdowns, couldn't be stopped. <laughs> Shit. 
Okay, I'll use I'll use John Morant no, then. That's fine. No, that's I I actually had two listed. So you okay, stay with. All right. Well, I'm gonna go Jalen Hyatt versus Alabama. That was one of the most impressive. Like he was actually unstoppable that day. He got to smoke a cigar with Peyton Manning after the game. It was phenomenal. John. John doesn't want to give his. I can go. If John's not going to go. Oh, I froze, I think. I, I keep getting the bad internet connection, dude. Am I freezing ever? No. No, your voice has been fine, but your, your your face is frozen a couple times, but no audio issues. I don't know what's good with that, but we're going to keep battling here. Uh, it's uh, You know what? The internet's had a little of eggnog. Um, <laughs> my best performance was Team USA in the President's Cup here in Charlotte. Uh, wow. Dominant. Out of the box, yeah. Dominant over the uh, you know the non-European world. I guess what was it? Team International. I don't even know, I don't even remember what they're called, but uh, they had a cool logo. Um, but yeah, Team USA. The boys were out here bulling, buzzing. Charlotte had a great showing, really good showing. Fun event too. I went two of the days. I had really bad feet blisters, but the fun and the experience outweighed outweighed that. Were you wearing like dress shoes? Was that why? No. No, I don't think so. I think I was wearing like I don't know what happened, man. I was just out there. I was on my feet. Long days, long days. There was a chipping. There was like mini games, and I had a a beauty of a chip and hit the stick. Um, that might be the best performance of the year, right there. Oh, it was awesome, dude. And you know what? We were playing. I was playing closest to the pin with someone, and uh, they had to buy me beer. It was a really good time. Love that. I think it was the year. John Clemens, yeah. mini game. Oh, coming back to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Connor just stole Jalen Hyatt right from out from underneath my fingers. Um, so my alternative was JT Tui Moa Lau versus Penn State. Two interceptions, a pick six, a two sacks, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery. Uh, it was just an insane performance. You don't see that a lot. Um, so that will be my performance of the year. Now, an honorable mention that, you know, obviously we haven't talked this sport in a while, but Max Verstappen just fucking boat raced everyone in F1 this year. So, you know, if, if you don't want to put, you know, a little bias with me and JTT there. So, you know, my alternative could also be Max Verstappen F1. Champion. I also, this just happened this weekend, but I want to shout out Rayshon Jenkins because I bet the Jags. He had 18 tackles, two interceptions, and the game winner in overtime, pick six. So shout out him. What about Frank Gore Jr.? Three one on the ground, three touchdowns. <laughs> Did you see that interview that he gave? Yeah. Chill out, Andy. That was an all-time interview, dude. Yeah. Honestly. I didn't watch a second of that game, so I couldn't. I couldn't honestly yes. use that. But I saw the stats after in that interview. He is. He's just great. Okay, this next one we talk about sports weekends a lot. Best sports weekend. Chad wanted to to add it in. I'm I'm always going first weekend of March Madness every year, so I I don't need to explain it. It's just you know what you're getting. A lot of games, a lot of upsets, a lot of storylines. First weekend of March Madness is just exceptional. You know, Connor, I kind of – I extended this from weekend to period of time. That's like, fine. Give me, Give me feast week. I mean, are you – I mean, I, I was – about using that, and I said it's not a weekend, but I'll give you it. Throw it back to, like, middle of September. I was already thinking feast week. I mean, I was getting – like, Clemens had to reel me back in. I was thinking feast week. 
if you want to just highlight rivalry set or like rivalry weekend, you know, Thanksgiving, you know, whatever, but just phenomenal seven days. I'm tearing up thinking about it next year. Yeah, it only comes around once a year. Mine was also feast week. So um yeah, we're on the same page. That's a great option too. The first weekend of March Madness, Connor. We were together for that. Good times out there. Yeah, um, you really made Mike hate that bar, even though I had a great time. He hates ugly it. Ugly duck, shout out. Shout yeah. out to the ugly duck. I, I'm just gonna have to side with you guys. I really I don't want to throw something in there that's not deserving. Those are the two best weeks. Yeah, they are. The the other week I considered was um not feast week, but the the week like Christmas Eve and Christmas as a you always a great weekend and even better now because we have football. But it hasn't happened yet, so we don't know how good it's gonna be. But that's an honorable mention for me. And our last award of the night here, best event slash game, super open category, can nominate whatever. Chad, I'm gonna let you go first because I don't want to take yours necessarily. So because I have two, so I'll let you go ahead. Honestly, I was thinking event going into this, but I think after this past weekend, the best game of the year was the World Cup final. I mean, it was spectacular. And you don't even have to love, like, I was watching with my parents, and my dad was losing his mind. I mean, when you have a game that, that goes to PKs, one, I think PKs are kind of dumb, but besides the point, you know, this game goes into extra time. You have two of the five best players in the world playing in this game. They, they score a combined five goals. They make all their PKs during penalty kicks. I mean, just a spectacular, like, put it up there with acing a geometry exam. Like, you did nothing wrong. There he is. How's it going? John's roommate makes an appearance. Our guy, Addy. There he is. Look at him. Looking nimble spry he doesn't want to join us but but world cup final was my selection yes. so i had that selected that was not the one that i thought you were going to pick and take my alternative ohio state versus utah in the rose bowl it was january 1st so it qualifies because i just yeah. double checked so i'm gonna go with that game was fucking awesome last year just so many points. I mean, rip to Jackson Smith and Jigbu because we thought he was going to be amazing this year after that performance. But unbelievable game. World Cup final, though, one like that is a game that I will probably tell my kids about. Yeah. Looking back. And while we wait for John, if you're going to highlight an event, I would always go back to the Masters. I don't really care who wins it every year. It's just a great four days. So that would probably be my. I disagree, though, because like there's some years where the storyline. You know, like it just doesn't do it for me. Or if I mean, the Masters rarely ends in a blowout, but you know that yeah. could happen too. But the World Cup final was my was the first thing I wrote down, and then yeah. I decided on Ohio State Utah Rose Bowl as my secondary choice. That's a great that's a great game from last year. Yeah, I'm running like the no huddle offense out here trying to cook dinner and uh, fire out awards at the that's same all time. All good. Um, just this the, the, the life of the night, life of Christmas week. Um. No, I world. I had the whole because we had gamer event. I had the whole World Cup as my best event of the year. Uh, March Madness was up there too. Um, 
And I really enjoyed both Dolphins-Bills games that have been in a split so far, honestly, from a competitive standpoint. It's just invigorating for the future. It's gonna, it's a lot of fun ahead. You know, that's it's 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 exciting. But it's been a great year of sport. It really has. It's been an amazing year. We're, uh, I don't even know, year three or four of this podcast. Great year. Great sports weekend this past weekend. So many comebacks. John, we'll let you get out of here. Chad and I can, can wrap up here so you can, you can make some dinner. Oh, no, you're good, dude. Okay. Um, this on. past weekend, there were so many comebacks. It just an incredible, like this past weekend was one of the best sport weekends I could remember uh, mm -hmm. in recent memory. All the NFL games were competitive for the most part. The World Cup final was insane. Even the World Cup third place game was exciting if you tuned into that with Croatia and Morocco. So, yeah, I mean, that wraps up our awards. We'll, you'll be seeing our nominees. We'll get out some polls. We'll, we'll get some final answers. We want some guest replies, too, because I'm sure we missed some. Connor, why don't, I, I know John's in and out right now. Let's give a couple. We can give some NFL locks of the week. Why not? Sure, why not? Um, I will say about NFL this week, the weather is going to be shitty everywhere. I think there's 10 games with totals under 40 this week, which is a problem. Uh, the Cleveland and New Orleans total is now 31 and a half, which was lower than Army Navy this year. That's concerning. Um, the Jets Jags total for tomorrow night has dropped six points already, but we'll do our best here. Um, I need the Jags to win tomorrow for the record. That's, Honestly, that's a very important saw, game. As you saw in Buffalo, you can score points in the snow. Points yeah, but they, it actually block. did not. The, the field was un was unimpeded until about the third quarter. Yeah, but they were still, they were still able to move the ball in the second half, both sides. Yeah. So um, I want to set aside the eyegown now so no one takes it as a lock. We're set, I'm not even asking for your insight. It's Denver and the Rams. That shit is being set to the side for Christmas, Christmas Day, 430. Why, why, is that, why is that our Christmas Day game? And, and to cap off the night, actually, we have Arizona-Tampa. I mean, we have eyegows on Christmas. It's despicable. But I think Denver, L.A. is both 4 and 10. That will be our eye gal. So no one touched that. Um, I will I'll tell you I, now, I don't, think they, I don't think they envisioned Baker Mayfield versus uh, injured Russell Wilson or Brett Rippian on, on, on Christmas. But, yeah. That is true. Nightmare. Baker Mayfield in Los Angeles specifically. Yes. Yeah, yeah they had no idea that was going to happen. I mean, crazy. Um, crazy I'm pulling up, pulling up the slate now because I actually made. Oh, you know what? So I'm in North Carolina. Betting's not legal down here. I was on the tarmac in New York, and I I remembered that I can't place bets when I get get there. So I fired off some some NFL bets. So my first lock is actually the Dolphins minus four and a half against Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers sucks in Florida. Just always plays bad down there. Dolphins coming off a hard-fought loss. I, I think they bounce back, and I think they win this game easily. So Connor, that'll be my first lock of the week. I can get you three and a half. I'm looking at three and a half right now. Well, I bet it at four and a half because no, okay. I was in New York a couple days ago. Way to be um, accountable. Hopefully that doesn't hurt me. Uh, honestly, I don't see that much of a difference between four and a half and three and a half because four is not usually a key number. With that being said, they probably win 17-13. 
or some bullshit like that. So let's hope that doesn't happen. And my second lock that I locked in was Carolina plus two and a half against Detroit. Detroit's running too hot right now. They're 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 either gonna win this game and win the Super Bowl, or they're they're gonna lose and go back to the normal Detroit. But I will bank on them going into Carolina and losing this game. I see that game's also moved to plus three, so I'm getting absolutely screwed here by by line movement. But we had to get bets in. We had to do it. I want to give myself a quick shout out. I actually went three and zero on NFL picks last week with Detroit money line, the Raiders, and the Bengals, and that's where I'm going to start out this week. Give me Cincinnati minus three at New England. I just I like New England. I, I is not Mac Jones is a bad quarterback. Joe Burrow is a good quarterback. Um, Cincinnati's getting better, getting better. They they don't lose this game. They move to eleven and four. Give me Cincy minus three on the road. Cincy's running so hot. I think they've yeah. covered. I think they're like eleven and one. Their last twelve against the spread or something like that. I'm, but uh, they did this last year too. So I'm taking the the New York Giants plus four on the road at Minnesota. I think they keep this one really, 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 really close. They're sneaky, and they just got a huge win of the Commanders. That should have been my bad beat of the year. What was that game? All You, John, and Dave were all on whoever Minnesota was playing, and I took Minnesota, and they lost by about 70. What game? Who were they playing? Was it Detroit or? The Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys. <laughs> they, lost, they lost like 41 to 3 or something we're, like that. That needs to be one of my bad beats. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that one. I think they I think they won. I think it was 40 to 7 or 40 to 3. It wasn't particularly close. Not even in the same atmosphere. I'm looking right now. I got to find what was that? We that had to have been week 13. Uh let's see here. No, week 12. Wow. The season is moving so fast. That was like over a month ago. Wow. Even before that, Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, I'm not throwing. The Cowboys I'm not throwing. in week eleven. Week eleven, the Cowboys beat the Vikings forty to three. Yes, blowout. Blow Vikings out. are frauds, man. I have a yeah. second lock. Okay, it's gonna be Saturday night, uh, the twenty fourth. Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they wax Las Vegas. So give me the Steelers minus two and a half at home. Okay. Give me Cleveland minus three at home against New Orleans. New Orleans just stinks. Cleveland's going to get better more. You give Watson time to get back in the swing of things. I don't think they're an awful team. I, I, I think they beat up on New Orleans here, so give me Cleveland minus three. Yeah, as mentioned earlier with the with the weather, I don't want a single thing to do with that game. But, yeah, Cleveland, I mean, <laughs> we're expecting nine degrees with 27-mile-per-hour winds. Chris Olave might not play. I do like Cleveland if you're going to take anyone, but that is a game that I I don't really care to touch. This last one that I, I like, I did, I honestly, you, I know you said the Bengals already. I think this is a get right, a, a, a trap spot against the Pats. I do like the Pats plus three, but I won't use it as my, my last lock here. I'm going to actually go. I'm going to take the Eagles plus five with or without Jalen Hurts. I think they cover that number close divisional game. I think they're a better team. I'm going to take 
the uh, Eagles plus five. And I want to shout out an honorable mention. I think the Texans beat the Titans outright this week, but I'll go with the uh, Eagles plus five as my last. Texans are playing some good football, man. They're playing tough. Dude, the Texans go through these waves where they're super scrappy and then they suck and then they get super scrappy again. And I think they're in their, their scrappy phase right now. Um, my third lock, and I hate it and it's ugly and that makes me like it, but give me Tampa Bay minus seven and a half on the road Sunday night, Christmas night against Arizona. Kyler's out. That team sucks. Cliff's going to get fired. My last lock is Jacksonville plus one and a half on the road against the Jets tomorrow. When you're listening, it'll be today. Um, I fade New York teams, man. I like Zach Wilson starting again. Jacksonville is playing the best football they've played since that Blake Bortles year. Um, I like I, I I like Jacksonville out right here. Oh. What do you think of that bet, Connor? You've been on the jet. I'll be honest. I, I didn't. I didn't hear a thing after you said Blake Bortles. Oh, I. I just said. Uh, I just like Jacksonville plus one and a half against the Jets. Yeah. So I. I would be betting the Jags in this spot, but because I already have so much on the uh on them winning the division i mean it's basically i'm betting on them to win every week now so i'm not actually taking it but the weather is supposed to be bad there as well i i trevor lawrence has been balling out recently so i i like the jags in the spot i think the the jets are, are due to lose but i'm worried about the jags going up to new york on a short week so so i want to take a moment here um to interrupt everything and listen I was the last year and a half one of the biggest Tua Tunga Viola haters or criticists there were. And he's played some phenomenal football this year. Justin Fields, I think John wanted to have him killed around week five. And yeah. oh, he, I said he sucked. I said he I said that the Falcons made a good choice not drafting him. I need to retract that that, that statement. And then Trevor Lawrence the last few weeks. I mean, maybe like as a society, we just got to be more paid. I am a very impatient oh, person. Us as a society. <laughs> maybe look in the mirror, dude. Us as a society, but me primarily. I always believed in Justin Fields. That's me being biased. But even Lawrence, I knew would come around. But like some of these young quarterbacks are starting to play well. Can Zach Wilson resurrect his career? No, Zach Wilson's no. dead. Stick a fork <laughs> in him. Biggest mistake. The Jets could have Justin Fields throwing to Garrett Wilson right now, and they fucked up. Simple as that. Okay, that's fair. Um, but, yeah, one, one apology for this year. Uh, you apologize yes. to Tua. You apologize to Tua. Um, you yeah. Are you officially apologizing to Justin Fields? I apologize to Justin Fields. Okay. I said he sucked, and a lot of that was because I get a lot of hate from Dave Cardillo specifically about how we took Kyle Pitts over yeah. Justin Fields. And so I wanted Justin Fields to suck, but I apologize. He's the truth. He went over 1,000 rushing yards this week. He's within range of breaking Vic's record. I think he's 270 away. 
I apologize to Justin Fields. I was not familiar with his game. Athletic player. <clears throat> He's good. Do you have any apologies you want to get out here, John, before we, we wrap it up for the night? I'm sorry, Justin. Please, please accept. John, I have one last question. Well, it's for all of you. Um, we're obviously going to preview a lot more bowl games next week. But are, are both of you still firmly in on TCU spread against Michigan? Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. But this we'll is one of those things that we'll the talk more about confident next week. you get in Michigan, the more confident I get in TCU. So it's just going to be yeah. – we're just going to – we're going to end we'll, uh, But, yeah, we, we will get together we'll, next week. We'll preview – all those games, the important yeah. bowl games. Because I'll be honest, the, the bowl games so far, they don't mean shit to me. Yeah, right? we'll I've been losing money. I've been winning money. Yeah. Yeah, these but games right I, now are fucking wonky. They're hard. You don't even know who's playing. That's all I want to use. I want to use my last call to say that my favorite bet of the entire bowl week is on Friday. Hammer the Wake Forest Demon Deacons and Sam Hartman's last start. They will win that game and cover the one-point spread. Is Hartman playing? He is playing. Oh. I may have to update my picks. I made our Bull Mania pick thinking he was not playing. I was on Missouri. Big. Um, I may have to retract that. Um, Connor, th- my last call is Powers is bringing up the rear in our, our, our Bull Mania pick him right now. He has time to turn it around. He has time to turn it around. Um, and I have confidence in, you know, my I want it to be noted. I made those picks at like 11 a.m. before the first game pretty hungover. All right. And I didn't I thought we had to pick every single game at once. Uh, so I did. We we talked about it last week. Every single pick I made was who had the better defense. Just looking up like numbers of rush yards per game. It's working so far. I'll tell so you I'm what, you, you, I just want to air this out. You did not deserve that Troy game. They got outplayed in every aspect, and UTSA literally could not – they couldn't put it in the end zone. They turned it over five times. They had like 400 more yards. It was one of the more ridiculous games I've ever watched in my life. I did not watch the whole – I got – I thought they were screwed. I turned it off and then looked at my bowl thing and saw I won it and was wildly confused. Dude, you should pull up the box score of that UTSA Troy game. One of the most pathetic second half performances from UTSA I've ever seen. But on the Sam Hartman news, he just tweeted out looking good, feeling good before the big game. And he said his wardrobe's right. Let's get the dub. So I assume he's playing against Missouri. Okay. John, do you have yeah, a last it's been a call? great year. We appreciate everybody hanging with us. John's chewing right now, so I'm buying some time. Appreciate everybody hanging with us. Oh, I also need to say, uh, I got some Christmas gifts coming your way. Actually, my mom has some Christmas gifts coming your way. I won't spoil the surprise. Pretty nice. I looked at them today. But yeah, other than that, we're going on year f- five, I think, which is kind of crazy. Year four. Four, you're four. You're four? You're four. four. This is just four. how time flies. Yeah. Crazy. I think we're no no no. I think we're completing four. We're gonna be on to five. That's what I think too. We started in the fall of 18. Um, really good state cut I've done here. Really proud of it. We forgot an award. Um 
and she is a uh, back-to-back-to-back recipient. She will be receiving it for the fourth year in a row. The seventh rounders fan of the year to none other than Mrs. Karen Powers. Yeah, um, no doubt. No one deserves it more. We love you, Mrs. P. I will say I lost my uh, my glass. I'm very sad. All right, uh, not the glass, the uh, the the thermos. I lost that. I don't know where you it lost is. It? Yeah, that was oh. my favorite thing. I lost it. Yeah, that thing, that thing, Fox. Gosh, yeah. come on, come I know. But anyways, we'll be back next week. We'll preview the the New Year's Six Bowls. Chad's going to be – Chad was very happy and upbeat today. He will be definitely not this happy talking about Ohio State next week. There is no question oh. he will be a little bit more cranky. Yeah, with that being said, up. happy holidays to everybody. Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Stay safe. Enjoy the family time. And we will catch everybody Luck. next week. All you need See to you say, soon. folks – have a phenomenal holiday and just run the football. Just run the run ball. It. Run the ball. We love you all. Good night. Thank you for listening. Production by AJ Bradbury.